the secret sauce revealed today. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. Hello and welcome back to Perpetual Traffic, episode number 45. On today's episode, it's going to be Ralph Burns and myself. Uh, Molly is actually traveling the world somewhere in Western Europe, Eastern Europe. Where is Molly right now? Somewhere in Slovenia, I think. I'm not really sure. Where in the world is Molly Pittman? Where in the Where's <laughs> Molly? We didn't put a tracker on her, so we don't really know where she is, but we know she's having a good time and she hasn't been in touch with us, so that means she's having a really good time. Yeah, we're seeing some good pictures on Facebook and stuff, so she's having a great time, family, and and she's enjoying a great vacation. So today, Ralph and I are going to be actually doing an episode to follow up on episode number 43, where we had Ryan Dice on, and he shared four steps to crafting and optimizing the perfect offer. So if we want, you know, really take a look under the hood at what's the best way to craft an offer, a good question to ask ourselves is really what's the best way to go through and maintain a healthy human relationship? All right. In today's episode, Ralph and I are going to follow up on that. And we're actually going to go deeper and we're going to give you five specific examples of proven Facebook offers that we know work in several different industries, B2B B2C, e-commerce, okay, we're going to show you what those five proven offers are and how to convert them. So not only what works on Facebook, what type of offers, but what type of messaging that you want to use to send people to each of these respective offers. The secret sauce revealed today. All right, let's, uh, let's get into it. You ready to do this? I'm ready, man. So what we're going to do is we're going to list out these Facebook offers in order of level of commitment. Okay, what does that mean? Ralph, you explain it pretty well because people are always wondering what kind of ad should I do? And what we always say is Hmm. the ad type, whether it's a a link post ad, what should you say in your ad? How much ad copy should you have? Should it be a short ad copy post? Should it be a long copy? Should I do a Mm -hmm. video ad? Should I not? Well, that's actually really depends on the type of offer that you're sending people to. This is a really common question. It's like, what type of ad should I run? And how much ad copy should I have? How deep do I need to get in my ad for what it is that I'm trying to have the customer or potential customer do? What level of commitment do I want them to take? So we're, we're doing this in sort of reverse order of commitment with the easiest commitment first and sort of, you know, most challenging or most difficult conversion or commitment. When we say commitment, we mean, you know, giving us something of theirs, which is either name and an email or their time, or maybe just filling out a form or actual money. So as far as your offer goes, you have to think about your offer as how much are they giving in order to get the thing that they want. So if they're spending a lot of money, let's say it's a $100 offer, maybe a $300, $400 offer, you're going to have to do a lot of convincing inside the newsfeed or on your landing page, which would include maybe some really long copy, maybe a very long video, maybe a longish video that goes to a, a sales page that has 
all kinds of information about that product. And Ryan talked about this a lot in episode 43 in sort of the way in which, you know, people sort of naturally meet and consummate ultimately into marriage and kids and everything else. So definitely go back and listen to episode 43. And he said a very important thing is that you can sort of condense this sort of natural progression, but you can't take out any of the parts. So what we're going to be doing today is sort of deconstructing that based upon level of commitment. And the first one that we'll get to today is the least to the lowest level of commitment and lowest barrier to entry. And the, and the fifth one is going to have the highest level of commitment and the highest barrier to entry. And what ads specifically and what tactics that we've seen work will ultimately convert that visitor into a lead and potentially even to, into a customer or paying customer of yours. Right. And some of this will depend on your type of business, right? For example, if you are a local business and people come into your store to to buy stuff, you're probably not going to have a free plus shipping offer or a webinar, right? right? So these offers are going to kind of depend on what type of business that you have and what type of product that you have. And I think as we get into these examples, it, it's going to make a lot of sense for you. Let's get into number one. Number one is a coupon. So like for a local business. So if you're a restaurant and you want new customers, the fastest and easiest way to get new customers is to run a Facebook ad and saying, hey, want a free appetizer or want to buy one, get one free, want a free meal on us. And then it's a buy one, get one free. You know, maybe they opt in for that coupon and then they can share it and, and get another one or something like that. So everybody wants coupons. That's why Groupon and Living Social grew to billion dollar companies so fast. So you don't need a lot of convincing to get a coupon like that. You know, and it depends. I mean, if it's a coupon for a $10,000 ring, that's a different story. But we're talking about a local business. Maybe if you have a service-based local business, this could be slightly different. Maybe it's like a sweepstakes. Maybe you're giving away something. Now, if you are a local business, back on episode 28, we went through seven ways to drive traffic and get customers using Facebook if you're a local business. And I'll be perfectly honest with you. You hung up. You had to do something else. I said, you know, that shit ain't going to work. And now I'm seeing it from just, you know, you know, where's these people coming from? And then they're coming back out of the woods. So it's just a nice way of saying thanks to you guys. But it just, I just thought that was kind of cool this week. It's like, man, why am I getting all these phone calls? A coupon is a very simple, easy way to get people to take action. And that's really number one. A coupon could be just, you know, you put an ad or you just post on your Facebook page and then you boost it to the local community, to your town or wherever it is and say, you know, hey, you know, come in uh, on Tuesday today and tell us Facebook 10 or something, something simple like that. Yes. Yes. And, you know, we'll give you a, a free drink or, yep. you know, maybe half off on an appetizer or something like something so totally, totally simple. They don't even have to require a commitment. They don't put in their name or their email. Yep. You can definitely get into that with Facebook offers and that kind of stuff. But like at the most basic level, that's connecting with your audience. And then you're tying it back to your advertising because they have to, in order to get that mention. discount, yeah. they have to mention whatever that code was or, you know, whatever, you know, maybe a funny word or something like that. I mean, keep it fun, but at, at a really base level, that's a, that's a pretty small commitment and uh, it can return really great things for you. And we've seen it with a lot of our local business coaching clients. And, and I think that's really how you got your start with Facebook ads, as I recall. So yep. Uh, yep. super yep. easy to do. And like we said, you don't need a lot of convincing. I mean, you can have a one or two line ad copy in that case because people love coupons and you can get creative. You can do a different coupon every day if you want. 
You, you know, you could limit it time-wise from, you know, now until 9 p.m. or something like that. There's a lot of things you can do with Facebook. Like Ralph said, you don't need to get fancy with the tech stuff and it will work. And you don't need to get fancy with targeting if you're local either because it's so cheap as it is to hit the local area. It's pretty powerful. So let's get into number two, which is one of the most common offers that, that we see working well on Facebook. And I'm going to let Ralph talk about number two. Yeah. I mean, this is one that we refer to a lot in uh, all the episodes. I don't think we ever don't mention it, but it's a lead magnet. And, you know, just for those of you who are familiar with what a lead magnet is, in the words of our fearless leader, Ryan Dice, it is a noun, an irresistible bribe offering a specific chunk of value to a prospect in exchange for their contact information. We've all seen them on Facebook. It's enter your name and email to get this thing, whatever this thing is. And in our experience, especially in the agency, we found that there's one particular type of lead magnet that we see that converts the best. You know, it, obviously it depends on your industry, but I mean, we've got lots of different industries that we service here. And that is either a checklist or a cheat sheet or a swipe file. And just to keep it really simple, just a checklist of something that it is that you offer. Now, how you do this is you basically, you think about this, and we, I talk to customers about this all the time, as I ask them, first question is, you know, list your target market's greatest problem or list your target market's greatest desire. And then you propose, based upon what your product or service is, a solution to that either problem or desire. And it's really simple. So if you think about a lead magnet in this way, it's very simple. So when it comes down to it, it ends up being probably your best stuff. I think Ryan actually said, it's like, what's the coolest thing that you sell people? Like chunk off some part of that and offer it as a lead magnet, something to entice them. So, you know, a great example of this. And when we did on episode 15, Graham English did this really, really well. He's in the music industry. And I, I always think of this as a great way in which to, to get a lead into your funnel is, you know, if, if you sell guitar lessons as a lead magnet, you don't want to say, hey, learn how to play the guitar all at once. It's too much. So maybe your core offer is, you know, actual physical guitar lessons. Maybe it's a video series on how to, you know, play certain songs and so forth. But a great lead magnet is how to play a D chord, <laughs> you know, like something really simple, or maybe like one song, one riff, learn one riff. You need an irresistible offer, you know, features and benefits, and then you need immediate action, a reason why to do this now. So if you're not selling something or offering something that attaches to somebody's, you know, needs and wants and desires, it's not really going to work. <laughs> We actually have a student in Facebook Ads University who did this for, you know, five cool rock licks. You know, he plays bass and yep. it's a great lead magnet for him. So it's not how to learn how to play the bass. It's learn these five easy to play bass licks and sound like a, a rock star. You're giving them something. You're giving them something. All It's like a tool. It's like, boom, these are bass licks you can play right now. So it doesn't feel like it's a big project or task to to do to get whatever it is absolutely you can play them right now and when you're thinking about a lead magnet and you know a cheat sheet a checklist something that's really sort of chunky it's got to fulfill these requirements it's got to be short meaning it should be be able to be consumed in you know in under five minutes 
Okay. Should be really specific. Remember how to play a D chord, how to play five, you know, cool bass licks, you know, to sound like a rock star. Um, it's gotta be highly actionable. You, it's not something that they're just gonna get and then never use because you want to take them down the continuum of belief. You want them to, to consume that piece of content so that they want to get the next thing and the next thing. And so you take them through the ascension of your funnel so that they buy more and more of your quality stuff. And then it also gets them closer to their goal, whatever it is. Learn how to play guitar. Now I know how to play a D chord. Now I can play an A, a G, an F sharp. It gets them a little victory, right? Like Ryan talks about. Gives them little victories and gives them confidence. It's easy to consume. They feel great about what you just gave them and they probably are going to want more. So if you can get all those things together, you know, if it's a cheat sheet, maybe it's a video, you know, a swipe file, some of your best stuff and compress it into this really chunky, actionable thing, you've got a winner of a lead magnet without a doubt. And especially if it leads you to the next step in your Ascension model. So that's even better. So that little chunk of information or that piece of content or whatever that is that you're going to teach them leads you to getting even more and then more, even better. So that's probably the most common offer that we see on Facebook right now. And we do a ton of these every single day and it works fantastic. All right. So let's go into number three. And number three is another very common offer that we know works really well on Facebook, especially if you have a product or service that is a little more expensive. So if you're trying to get somebody to, to take action and purchase something that's maybe over $100, this is where you can use webinars. What is a webinar? A webinar is an online seminar. It's a web class, okay? And it can be live or it could be where it's an actual recorded webinar. And there's lots of different software that you can use. Go to webinar. WebEx, there's zoom.us that you can, you can run live webinars with. There's lots of different software that you can use. You can use Google Hangout, stealth seminars for people that like to create webinars that feel live, but are actually uh, evergreen. We talked about that on the last episode, episode 44 with Amy Porterfield. I do a series of live webinars throughout usually a two week period of time. When the cart opens to the when the cart closes, I'm doing webinars throughout. And that's really how I do my launches. Talked a ton about that kind of stuff. But the point is, is that you're actually asking people on Facebook to sign up for a live event. Maybe it's pre-recorded. Maybe you've already recorded the presentation and you're, and you're going to play a streaming video. That really is beside the point for this episode. The point is that number three is the offer that you're sending people to is a webinar. We like to call it webinar to keep it simple. It's an online seminar. And this is something where you're asking people to do a little more, right? Mm, this is yep. in most cases, it's free. Okay, we're going to use the free example. Some people will use paid webinars, and that's another strategy that can work well. But in this specific scenario, we're talking about a free online class where you're asking somebody to not only give you their name and email or maybe their phone number, but to mark off at least an hour of their day, either that day or later on in the week. So this is one of the offers that we see work best on Facebook when it comes to selling $100 products, two, three, four, five hundred dollar, thousand dollar, fifteen hundred dollar price points. Um, when you start to go above fifteen hundred dollars, it can be a little bit more difficult to to make a conversion to a brand new cold lead. Like if they opted in today 
and they're showing up for a webinar in two days from now, when you start to go above a thousand or fifteen hundred dollars, it's going to get pretty challenging to, to get conversions. You got to um, be really good. <laughs> you got to be really, really good. People just need more time. But if you're in that hundred dollar to to a thousand dollar sweet spot right there, mm-hmm. webinar is going to be the best way. I mean, like if you don't have a low priced product, like a like a tripwire, like a seven dollar, nineteen dollar, forty nine dollar product, and all you have, maybe you have, you're selling a software, maybe you're selling a a course. Webinars are incredibly effective and can be one of the best ways to scale Facebook ads. And the great thing about webinars is it's a very simple funnel. You can get started without having uh, a sales pages and all the sales copy and, and, and recording sales videos and making lead magnets and PDFs. Webinars is actually, if you're, if you're kind of new or if you don't have a super elaborate funnel, webinar can be the best way to start. The reason why is because a webinar is the closest thing to meeting somebody in person, right? Kind of like a live seminar. So you have somebody's full attention, typically for an hour to an hour and a half, where they can get to know you. And Frank Kern goes into this really in depth in episode 14, where he talks about selling high dollar products and services with paid traffic campaigns and webinars, the way in which he does that, both live, you know, where he's actually on the call himself, as well as recorded, and then sort of semi-live too, which is a really popular way of doing things. I know you've had some real good success with this, where it's a recorded call, but you're live answering the chat and the questions. So it seems as if it's live. And I think you've got to be good to be able to pull this off. But um, webinars are really, really effective because they're so personal. You you actually, you, you do sort of skip a lot of those steps that you typically have to take in order to consummate a sale because you're personalizing it. And I think one of the big things with a webinar is that you have to show people that you can help them by actually helping them yes. in the webinar itself, like giving them actual real content that they can go and implement and use and then make their lives better or solve a problem. And then your pitch at the end or at however you want to do it, some people sort of stop about 30 minutes into it and then start sort of transitioning into a pitch is the the pitch is sort of the logical resolution of what you've just taught them. If they want more, you know, if you've got something that's even in more detail, whatever your product is, you can tailor it to the content that you present and teach. So it's a combination of teaching and selling. Now, this is a commitment of time. So because of this, this is a little bit more, you you need a little bit more selling on the front end in order to get somebody's name and email, as well as to get them to show up up. on the thing. So, you know, as we talked about in number one, coupon, pretty simple. You just, you know, you put your ad out there, not a whole lot of commitment. That's just a, a post on your Facebook page, you know, that you boost out. The second one, which was our lead magnet, you need a little bit more. So maybe you have an ad that has a little bit more copy, a, a good image, and then a landing page that has, you know, some copy on it, but not overly so. Usually with a webinar, you're going to need something more. You're going to need something that sort of convinces them, pre-sells them. And I think that's really important is that you can get lots of leads for webinars on Facebook. But the question is, are they going to buy? Are they going to buy your stuff? So the more content you can get them to consume about your thing that you're selling prior to them actually showing up at the webinar and actually consuming it while they're on the webinar, the better likelihood you're going to have at converting them for your product. And I think that that price point that Keith talked about, 100 to 1,000, you know, maybe up to about 1,500 
is about the price point that you can sell on webinars. So you can get cold off Facebook, you know, name, email, get them to show up and sell your core product right all in one fell swoop. And I definitely refer back to episode 14 because there's nobody who does it better than Frank. All of our marketing needs to demonstrate that they can have a better future by working with us. And the best way to demonstrate that is to give them a better now. The one thing to understand is the more you can really build up that value. So what we like to do is is give value up front in the post itself. So uh, what I'll do is I'll either write out a long copy ad or like long, like almost sometimes almost as long as a blog post. Mm, um, yeah. And Ralph's seen incredible success right now with some clients as well, clients that don't do video. Um, I've got another one running right now where it's long copy. In the copy itself, it's telling people three biggest mistakes that, that we see people making on Facebook. And it's listing out those mistakes in the ad copy and showing those mistakes in the video that's on Facebook. So I'm giving people value right there. Then I'm saying, hey, if you register for this training where I'm going to go deep into all three of these mistakes and more. So what happens is, is people see that post and they share it because it's valuable. They already, they learned something and they're like, wow, if I learned something already, I'm going to get on this webinar and I'm going to learn more. So when we're running Facebook ads, we're always thinking about what's going to happen next. If we want people to register for a webinar, we want people to show up and buy, right? So how can we make an ad that they will click on that ad, not just because of curiosity, but they'll click on that ad because they're motivated to, to opt in for that webinar and mark off 90 minutes of their day to show up on your webinar. And what will happen is, is you'll get better conversions. You'll make more sales if you do this. So really, really think about that. How can you put it all out there, be very, very authentic and let them know what they're going to get. And that kind of really leads into number four. Number four is very similar. Number four is a free plus shipping offer. Okay, maybe you're driving traffic into a, a, a page where somebody can opt in and pay $4.95 or $9.95 or $7 um, to get a book. So maybe they're getting the book for free and they're paying for shipping. Or maybe they're getting a product. Ralph's got some clients where they're selling products and most of them, Ralph, are what? Free plus right around $4.95 or so shipping, depending on the product. Yeah, I mean, anywhere between $4, $7, $15, depending on what it is, but usually in that under $10 range. So it's, you know, what digital marketer would consider sort of a tripwire sort of offer. Physical products. It's here. a physical product. Yep. They yep. have to purchase. It's free, but they pay for the shipping. I mean, obviously some of the shipping does subsidize the cost of the the item itself, but it's usually a very low, low priced. They, these are very strategically chosen products because they can be purchased at a very low price and probably sold at a loss up front, plus they're advertising, but they know their sales funnel, they'll be able to convert that buyer. It's much more important to get buyers, guys, not just leads. You can get cheap leads all day long on Facebook. You certainly can, but you really want buyers, people who actually physically hand over their money to you. They're far more valuable because once you have a buyer, Chances are, if your stuff is good, they're probably going to buy over and over again, or maybe they're going to buy your big offer, maybe even a, a larger product. So you can continue to have them ascend through your sales funnel. So a, the value of a buyer is very, very important here to keep in mind. And you can do it right off Facebook, but you are going to have to sell them more in the newsfeed, right, Keith? 
Well, you're not necessarily sell them, but show them more, right? Maybe show them yeah. how it works or Convince. show them how cool it is, right? Yeah. So that could be a video ad that maybe just shows how cool this thing is. You know, this is not very complicated. And, and I think we've used this example before. I mean, we have customers that are, in essence, selling these free plus shipping offers right off the Facebook newsfeed. And all it really does is just show how cool the thing is. It's a demonstration video. It's 17 seconds or a minute or two minutes, not really very long. And, but it shows exactly what it is that they're going to get. And if it's an impulse buy that's under $10, it's the reason why it converts so well. And then obviously, you know, there's follow-up sequences and so forth after that. But these are really, really good offers to try on Facebook. But this fourth one, free plus shipping versus a webinar, they probably need about equal amount of, of warm-up. You know, they probably need a video or a long-ass copy, as we call it, you know, which is longer than just long copy. So they need a little bit more content to sort of pre-sell them prior to actually making the decision to buy. And so if it's like an impulse buy, like some of the products that Ralph's talking about, they are kind of impulse buy products, right? So short video, 30 second video, a couple of them are like a minute, um, minute and a half. The one that I'm running for my book offer and some other clients, you might have a longer copy ad. I'm actually, I've got a nine minute video ad that's generating customers for, for less than $5 a piece in many audiences. And the reason why is because the video delivers value. It teaches. And in the ad copy, it's showing people what they get. They also get a free training included by getting this book. And I tell them why they're paying this much for shipping. And, and it's just very authentic. And the point is, 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 is I'm putting it all out there in the ad itself because I'm taking them to a sales page. Right. All right. Yeah. So that's very important. If I was just taking them to a super easy, like uh, checklist, then I wouldn't need to do all that. But in this case, I am, and it's working. People are sharing it, liking it, commenting on it. So that tells Facebook that it's improving the user experience. So we continue to get impressions and, and our clicks don't you know, go through the roof. So if you're trying to go to a free plus shipping offer and you're just coming across all salesy and it's, it's, it's not like an impulse buy thing, it's like a book, you got to provide a little value up front, man. You got to you got to tell people maybe one big thing or two, three big things. Then say, "Hey, I've got a book that goes deep into everything." No, and I think in, in that ad that you're talking about, you even put in the objections that you know. Look, this goes back to number two again with your with your lead magnet. You know, what is your target market's biggest problem? Okay, or problems. And with the ad that you're talking about with that you're running, you actually knock off the objections with relation to the problems that they're having or the preconceived notions. I can't do Facebook ads or Facebook ads won't work for my business, that kind of thing. So these are all things that you know about your customer and you can actually address these in your ad, whether it's in the video, whether it's in the copy and knock those objections off so that they're more likely to take the next action. And I think with any one of these ads, you have to keep this in mind. You don't need to kill an ant with an atom bomb, okay? So if you're just asking for a name and an email address, you don't need a 25-minute video and a 10,000-word sales page. It's just, it's too much. It's overkill. But if you're going on to offer number four, like we're talking about here, and even offer number five, you are going to have to give more in order to get what it is that you want ultimately from that visitor. Unless it's a warm audience, right? Now, we're specifically, all the examples we're using right now, we're actually, we, we probably should have, we'll preface this at the beginning, but we're, at, we're actually talking about 
driving traffic to cold audiences. So if you're mm. if somebody's seeing your ad for the very first time, this is how you you need to connect with them. If somebody's been on your list for a long time, they've already been following you and you've got a free plus shipping offer, you might not need as much. So that leads us into number five, which is really your product. Maybe maybe your your main introductory kind of core product. Maybe it's a $97 product. Maybe it's 65 or maybe it's a 197 something like that. What we're going to talk about here is the type of messaging that you need to use on Facebook. If you're going to take people cold off Facebook, cold audiences from Facebook and send them directly to your sales page. Now, if you're targeting warm audiences, people that have already opted into your list, people that have maybe visited the sales page, maybe they've read your blog, this is where it's a little bit different. You might not need as much convincing because they're a warm audience. We're specifically for today's episode talking to you about if this person doesn't know who you are, what type of content you need to use. Now, mostly you're going to always target your warm audiences, right? If they haven't bought your product yet, that's going to be your audiences. But we see a lot of success targeting cold audiences, sending people to product pages, but you have to do this right. If you don't, it will bomb. And Ralph can kind of touch on a little bit of mm. this and I'll get into it a little bit more and we'll wrap it up. Yeah. I mean, I think the best way to approach this is, I mean, if you have a physical product, let's say it's $50, it's between like 50 and a hundred dollars. Let's just start in that, in that, uh, in that price range to begin with. The biggest thing that we've seen that's successful is sort of a, a th it's almost like a three-step kind of strategy. Well, actually it's sort of a four-step strategy is that we use a lot of video to do this and it might be in combination with long copy with links inside the copy itself, a captivating headline. But the, the formula really goes like this. I mean, you do an introduction where you actually capture their attention some way. Uh, whether it's a pattern interrupt in your video or you waving your hands or maybe the screen is blurry or maybe it's a you know face to camera that's maybe a little bit you know closer than a lot of people are probably comfortable with but somehow it gets them to stop stop the scroll stop the scroll with your thumb that's how we all sort of you know thumb through our news feeds right so you want somebody to stop okay and then once you get their attention one of the best ways to sell or to convince and to convert is to teach them something. So once again, show them that you can help them by actually helping them, giving them good content. How we do this is we, we say, all right, well, what's sort of the, like a content that's directly related to your product, that your product has a very distinct advantage versus the competition, or maybe it has a huge advantage in cost and convenience, or it's, it's better, faster, cheaper in some sort of way. What kind of content can you put in front of that that shows and teaches them exactly you know what they should know about this thing and then pivot that's the third part to your product as the solution and or an easier solution better faster cheaper whatever it happens to be and then you go into the actual pitch itself at the end and it's very very effective because you're pulling people in with you know stopping the scroll okay but then you're also giving them something valuable you're teaching them, you're educating them. Okay. You're either educating, entertaining, or informing in one way, shape, or form. And then you're pivoting after that thing to focus on your solution, which just so happens to be your product. So this isn't manipulative if you do it the right way, because everybody has the reason why you're here is because you sell stuff, you sell products or services. 
and you're solving a problem. So address that problem or you're giving somebody something that they really want. So your product is the logical end resolution of the thing that you just taught. And then you get them to take action. You know, click the link in this post or in the button in this video to find out more or to buy whatever the name of your product is. And that type of video sequence works extremely well regardless of the industry. And it's a standard I think that a lot of people should be uh, be using on Facebook because it definitely does work. Yep. You know, the same strategy really can work with your warm audiences as well as cold audiences. But we're seeing that it done right, it can work with cold audiences if the you know obviously all this depends on your product and your price point and all that but the point is is your hook the reason for them to read your post or watch your video has to be valuable and not related to your product if they're a cold audience they don't care about your product it's, maybe you have an analytics software or something like that maybe you're you know showing them how to build a dashboard in google analytics you know five steps to building an roi dashboard in google analytics and at the end of that video you're by the way we've got a software that does this all for you or five ways to you know get more ROI with your Facebook campaigns. And then boom, boom, boom. And then at the end of your video, maybe you have a software that optimizes campaigns. So the, the point is, is you've got to provide value for people and then make your solution a, a way to save them time or money on kind of what you just delivered to them. Maybe you're talking about you know six or seven nutrients that help your body. And then by the way, um, I've got a protein bar that gives you all of these in one in one protein. Just go to this product page. Maybe you sell a, a, an amazing running shoe, you know, that gets you two more inches of vertical leap. <laughs> so maybe your video is like three exercises to add two inches of vertical leap instantly. And then at the end of them, maybe the third step is to have shoes that do this. The point is, is that you got to provide some utility you know, some great information and value. And then your product or service is a logical next step for them to make whatever that is even easier or cheaper, save them time, money, or do it better. Boom. 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 All right. Sweet. That's a, that's a wrap. Let's wrap it up. So we got uh, five offers you can use on Facebook. Number one to review is a coupon for a local business. Super easy impulse buy, impulse kind of action. Um, number two is a checklist, cheat sheet, a swipe file type lead magnet. Super simple. They can download and consume right away, get a little victory, and then you can move them to the next step. Number three is a webinar, online seminar, where they're going to sign up, register, and on that webinar, you can give value, build a relationship, and then transition very seamlessly to your offer. You might even be seeding your product or service along the entire webinar itself. All right, number four is a free plus shipping offer. This could be a book. This could be a physical product. This could be uh, any type of thing where they're paying free plus shipping, or maybe it's not free plus shipping, but maybe it's just like a $8 to get this product. Super impulse buy, and then you're moving them to the next step and you're upselling them. Number five is your product. This is where you're taking them to a sales page and you've got to deliver some value, build trust, especially if they're a cold audience. And that's it. That's five proven Facebook offers and how to get them to convert. That's it. All right, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can always head to the show notes for any other notes, resources at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. 
And once again, if, if you enjoy this episode, if you enjoyed the last th- few episodes, we would love for you to head over to iTunes, leave us an honest review. That helps us get the word out to more people. We love doing this. Molly, Ralph, and I, this is a favorite part of our week. And uh, we love uh, delivering this stuff to you guys. So if this is helpful for you, please uh, leave us a review, share the podcast with your friends, and uh, we'd really appreciate it. And we can't wait to talk to you next week. Bye-bye. See ya. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.